Welcome to the People's Church Sermoncast. You can join us for our live worship services on Sundays at 10 a.m. People's Church is located at the corner of Mill Plain and Andreessen in Vancouver, Washington. Please visit our website at peoplesvancouver.church to learn more about our community and how you can get involved. And now for this week's sermon. You're listening to the sermon cast from People's Church of Vancouver, Washington. You're invited to join us on Sunday mornings at 10:30 a.m. We're located at 6801 East Mill Plain Boulevard in Vancouver, Washington. For more information, visit us at peopleschurchvancouver.org. Now for this week's sermon. I'm going to jump right into my New Year's theme. So today. Certainly, I won't exhaust this theme. We could never exhaust it, but uh, uh, work on this as we poke through January. I pray the Holy Spirit uh, quicken each heart and life, anoint our hearing vessels and uh, and our doing vessels. Be the most, dear brothers and sisters. This is James three, dear brothers and sisters. Not many of you should become teachers in the church. For we who teach will be judged by God with greater strictness. We all make many mistakes. How many husbands said amen? We all make many mistakes. But those who control their... What? Is that in the Bible? Is that verse in the Bible? Let me go back. We all make many mistakes, comma. But those who control their tongues can also control themselves in every other way. Who needs Jenny Craig? (laughs) Think about this. We can make a large horse turn around and go wherever we want to by means of a small bit in its mouth. And a tiny rudder makes the princess lines go back to the dock and unload all the COVID passengers. A tiny rudder makes a huge ship turn whenever the pilot wants it to, even though the winds are strong. So also, oh, here we go again. The tongue is a small thing, but what enormous damage it can do. A tiny spark can set Denver on fire. Is that 1,100 homes? A tiny spark can cause a big fire. And the tongue is a flame of fire. It is full of wickedness that can ruin your whole life and marriage. The tongue can turn the entire course of your life into a blazing flame of destruction, for it is set on fire by mm, mm, hail itself. People can tame all kinds of animals and birds and reptiles and fish. Not the cat we live with, but no one... No one can tame the tongue. It is an un. Is this in the Bible? It is an uncontrollably evil, full of deadly poison. Sometimes it praises our Lord and Father, oh. and sometimes that same tongue breaks out in "Damn you!" What? Breaks out. Breaks what? Sometimes it breaks out into curses against those who have been made in the very image of God. Look at this in the image of God. Oh, and so blessing and cursing. Look at this. Blessing and cursing come pouring out of the same mouth. 
Surely, my brothers and sisters, this is not right. Does a spring of water bubble out with both fresh water and bitter water? Can you pick olives from a fig tree or figs from a grapevine? No, and you can't draw fresh water from a salty pool. If you are wise and understand God's ways, live a life of steady goodness so that good deeds will pour forth. And if you don't brag about the good you do, then you will be truly wise. But if you are bitterly jealous and there is selfish ambition in your hearts, don't brag about being wise. That is the worst kind of life. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly, unspiritual, and motivated by the devil. But where there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there will there you will find disorder and every kind of evil. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is first of all pure. It is also peace-loving, say gentle, and willing to yield. Mm, yield. Mm, yield. Most of the times, when somebody is talking to me, I'm thinking about what I'm going to answer. But this willing to yield, it is full of mercy and good deeds. It shows no partialities here. Those, those who are peacemakers will plant seeds of peace and reap a harvest of goodness. Words take me to my 2022. That was a good preliminary, uh, especially the first portion of James chapter 3. As I was coming in this morning, these last hours, thinking toward this time, I thought of some of the scriptures that the Gospel of John talks about where the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. And God, had he stayed silent, had God remained silent and distant, we would have never had the expression of Jesus Christ and the gospel and the good news. The word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. Scholars tell us in that passage of 1 John, it's the expression of the Father. Jesus Christ. When you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He expressed like a hallmark card. It's one thing to think about how you appreciate someone, how you value them, and all that they mean to you. But unless we communicate that, they never know. Well, you should know. Well, I don't have to say this. You know I love you. Yes, you do have to say it. You do have to say it. It would be like the rudder of that ship, so many of them waiting to come into port and unload their cargo, the rudder saying, I've decided to go on strike and I'm not going to work for a while. The only way we know what you feel, what you think, and how you value us is by the words you say. And this is why Living for Jesus Christ, being part of his kingdom, we understand the value and the verse in Job 12, how forcible are right words. And we could say how forcible are wrong words. Christ tells us in Matthew 12, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And I thought at the beginning of this year, I would just jog our memory This is not a new theme. It's not a new truth. 
But sometimes we kind of relax and we just are, you know, <laughs> we talk. And sometimes that's a problem. Not talking is a problem. And sometimes talking is the problem. Out of the same mouth that we love God, we honor God, yet sometimes come the way we say things and the things we say that do not edify. Let's think of a few scriptures as we go through some slides today. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you will receive and you shall have them. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, my strength and redeemer. Psalm 1914. What a great prayer. A prayer that I need to pray every day. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and redeemer. Christ teaches us in Matthew 12 that words start in my heart. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And if the root system of my heart is not kind and generous and humble and merciful, then what comes out of my mouth, instead of directing, it will discourage, maybe damage. Probably, many of us that are here today, if we think back over occasions in our life, we were influenced by what someone said to us. And I'd have to say, influenced if it was godly positive and influenced if it was negative, not to use cliches, if it was, if it was spiteful, unkind, influenced. Probably, and I was thinking, and maybe next to financial issues, money, that maybe could have some, some, something to bear as far as the damage history. I think the words that we have heard that inspired us or damaged us are the strongest influencers in our life till today. I think I was around 20, 21 years of age, and I had never been north of, you know, San Francisco when we picked my cousins up that got off the boat from Australia, uh, just a young boy. And at a breakfast meeting with maybe 20 years old, uh, my pastor and uh, pastor's wife, I was talking about venturing up north. He'd written letters to uh, Kathy Grace's father, who was the overseer of 30 churches, said, please, if possible, uh, uh, allow Larry some appointments, whatever you can do. And uh, again, words spoke favorably about me in a letter to Kathy Grace's husband. And so we were at breakfast thinking about this and uh, thinking about packing up my gear and heading north. And uh, in 51, my father took me to this church, my father and mother. And now this is 1970, same pastor. So we were quite, you know, connected. And he said, who knows, Larry? You may go up north, meet and marry Kathy Mall. And, of course, knowing me, side of the tracks I came from, he laughed, you know, not, you know, not, just, you know, kind of about throwing out a faith statement. 
And I thought, yeah, right, right. That's never going to happen. Flop, flop, fizz, fizz, oh, what a relief it is. Yeah, yeah. Long before, Velma had a real serious prayer request. But there was a prayer request on its way to her mother for sure. All of us had had teachers. I don't want to bring up that again in eighth grade science. All of us had had teachers that said remarks with 29 people sitting there that we remember today because it's not just sticks and stones, but it's words. It's words that find their way into our history. And we have a difficult time letting them go. I think that great study is forgiving what you can't forget and other marriage issues, right? I guess whatever we thought about in adolescence, when we got face-to-face in adult life with relationships, words then really, like, turned a turbo. Proverbs 10, 21, the words of the godly encourage many. The lips of the godly speak helpful words. We may have time to come back to the next two, but I want to read you these next two slides. This from Genesis 50 and Joseph. You thought it evil against me, but God meant it unto good to save much people. He's telling his siblings this who put him in the pit, drenched his coat of many colors in goat's blood, and let his father assume he was dead, and then peddled him to the Ishmaelites coming into town, sending him into Egypt. He says, you thought it evil against me, but God meant it unto good to save much people. Listen to this. Now, therefore, fear not. They were convinced with their father Jacob passed away, they were history. Listen to these words. Say words. Listen to these words, these words that he breathes and says and confesses into his brothers. Now, therefore, fear not. I will nourish you and your little ones. And Joseph comforted his brothers. Well, John 8, Christ happens upon a group of people that are going to stone a woman that they caught in adultery. And as the conversation continued, Jesus says to this woman, Woman, where are your accusers? Jesus said to her, Has no man condemned you? No man, Lord. Listen to these words. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. I say this almost every week. Parenting begins in overdrive when your children leave the house. Or as in my mother-in-law's case, when your children return. So I think studies like the upcoming one written by um, the author that knows so much about this, forgiving what you can't forget, is because you get in the nitty-gritty of iron sharpening iron going back and forth. I mean, it, it, is, just, it is just life head-on. And when, when we're hurt, disappointed, devastated, betrayed. According to what Christ said, if that stays in my heart, 
then what comes out is jaundiced. What comes out, it's not sweet. It's not, it's not, it's bitter. I don't mean sugary. I don't mean plaver. I mean damaging. It's more than just a weekend because we know that you forgive. Forgiveness is a constant process. It's ongoing. Perhaps there comes a time where we say, you know what? I, I, it's, it, that, that's, not a, a, that's not a bruise like it was years ago. And I pray that's true in your life. So someone comes and says, Pastor Mulkey, I found me a woman. It ended up, she is my, she's my soul partner. And I'm thinking, yeah, I thought six years ago you came in here and told me that one was your soul partner. The damaging rebounds when we take to the next relationship the damage of the past relationship. I've told you this before. When Grace and I moved from Southern California to Roseburg and they appointed a pastor to succeed us, we all thought on the service, well, this is God's couple. And it should have been. No one had any idea no one, and that he was radioactive. He was carrying damage from a church in Iowa that he served that dealt him major blows. So sadly, so sadly, it took him several years, several years for all the collateral damage to happen. But as he would look at someone in the church we left, he saw a person in the church that damaged him. And in just a time that should have never happened as far as the length of the time, he was gone. Whatever that relationship is, ministry, marital, vocational, professional, in this world we have challenges and relationship heartaches and betrayals. And what a friend we have in Jesus, all our sin and grief to bear. Some of the words we speak to our children, some of the words that we have spoken to our children that are there, and they just kind of, they, they kind of sit there and they're there for 6, 8, 10, 15, 20 years without an opportunity for us to say, would you please forgive me? The power of words. Christ says in John 12, for by your words you will be justified and by your words you will be condemned. The tongue, take a look at it, Romans 10, 8. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. That if you confess, isn't this wonderful? I use my mouth for for this transaction. I confess with my mouth the Lord Jesus. I believe in my heart, see, because there's there's an axis between my heart and my mouth. I can't pretend for very long. I can't pretend. There's a connection. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart God raised him from the dead, what? You will be saved. Power of the tongue. Romans 10, 10. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Some of us should have business cards made up that say two words, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 
flip it over and it says, forgive me. Check here. If yes, don't check if no. If any one of my three adult children were going to buy an automobile, they, they all have, and not ask me about it. Some of them do. Our middle is the, it's just the funniest. She'll be right in the middle of a transaction dealing with someone as sharp as Vernon in San Francisco County, Marin County, and right across from this uh, person, she says, wait just a minute. And she dials my number and says, Dad, you know, it's me, so you know there's no small talk. Let's get right to the issue. Uh, they're offering me this for my van, da 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 what, what do you think? You know what I think? I think whatever she wants to do is a God idea. Short of it not being an Edsel. Or a Yugo. Which it has never been. What do you think, Dad? I say, you know what, sweetheart? You are so smart. You're so wise. I know you've investigated this. And all I can say is, I think a Volvo, equipped like it is, that tells you when you're too close to a driver, is a good car for you. They took off when I was all alone on the weekend watching the three. And they went on a getaway to San Diego. And Grace had to take our car for the birth of Kensington across the uh, uh, valley. So I was there with that Volvo. And I had to take Walker to school. I got up an hour early and test drove it around town. You know... It talks to you. You talk about them. It, it'll irritate you. It'll, it'll shake if you go too fast. And if a car comes up, it'll, it'll shake some more. It's like having a second wife. No, I didn't mean it that way. I didn't mean it that way. I didn't, I didn't mean it that way. When I got anointed, I wasn't responsible for what I said. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. I said, I think that's a good car. Yeah. Short of it being an old, and there is, there's a, people tell you, all cars are pretty good. I, I just go, I, I said, yes. Dad, we're looking at this house. Oh, really? Yeah, this house. It's this, 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 and interest is this, 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 and we are approved. What do you think? I think it's a great place to move. Yeah. Now, if you came to me and asked me that, I might say, have you checked out this, checked out that? But when it comes to adult children, oh my. The shelf life of a comment from a father to an adult daughter Tell you what, I know sometimes in the food pantry, good thinking people bring food that has a shelf life that was up in 2011, but they didn't maybe know it or see it, you know, and, and uh, I've done that with my inhaler. The other day I saw my inhaler was done in 2019, and uh, 
of the shelf life of parents' words, trust me, is all the way till the rapture. And if you go first, those words still live. Here's a good thing to do with our words. 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from unrighteousness. Isn't that wonderful? The power of our words. Now, these three, with the power of my words, with with the ability and the profit of my words, myself, my Lord, and my relationships. There's three people that you need to be on good conversation speaking to in your life. Yourself, your Lord, and your relationships. Don't let any distance happen with those three. Now, as glorious the reading Scott had from the word on Ananias and getting, that's glorious. And God can speak to you and speak to you. And, you know, sharing with others, strangers, the gospel of Jesus, that's glorious. For this theme today, power of the tongue, how can I have a good 2022? Tell you, you can improve 2022 by talking to three people. Yourself, your Lord, and I'm just going to narrow down your relationships. I said, you can have a real, I don't want to overpromise in case you're not up to underperforming or whatever that is. Listen, and I'm just, I'm, 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 I just have such confidence that my 2022, I, Larry Mulkey, I can have a better 2022 by speaking to myself, speaking to my Lord, and speaking to those I'm in relationship with. Grace, our daughters, the Amalekites they married. No, I'm just teasing. No, I don't mean it that way. Their husbands and you. I'm in relationship with you. If I choose to ignore you and not talk to you, that doesn't benefit me. I apologize because the message really begins right now. Our oldest daughter, who is so precious, such a go-getter, attended a university in the middle of the country when her husband was in class there. He attended it, and she worked. The head of the university, you were told when you went in for your uh, employee applicate, you know, do. You were told that if the president walks down a hallway, you are not to look at him and make eye contact because he's an important man and you're an employee or a student. Really. Of course, he and his family are not on campus anymore. They wisely booted him. These pastors, ministers, staff that walk by people that serve us. And we don't have 
a second to say, well, I'm glad you're back after last week. I know she drug you to that casino, but I'm glad that you're back. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're back. I'm kidding about the casino, but I know you were not well last week. My father-in-law, such a giant of a dignified man, but nobody, if he saw him three times on a morning, he still greeted him. My mother-in-law used to say, if I'm talking with somebody, I'm talking with Vernon, and Mike walks by, I can still talk to Vernon with eye contact, but reach over and pat Mike. Give me your hand. I haven't poked it, for a, touched it for a long time. Yeah, Why? <laughs> no. Why do some people think they're so important they can't take time for someone that lives in a trailer? I was talking with Sweet Kaylee, talking about a situation of a housing area. And I said, oh man, it hits me. Because I thought about where I grew up. Charlie and I grew up on Franklin Lane. And we're grateful. We look back. You know, Charlie comes and speaks for us occasionally. We grew up. He slept on a couch because his stepfather wouldn't get him a bedroom. And he sleeps on a couch today because he lives in a one-bedroom apartment with his son, but his son treats him great. I wouldn't say this to his face, but Charlie has spent 65 of his 72 years on a couch at night. Probably bothers me more than him. But as I was talking with Kaylee about this one particular area, I thought about my area. Who are you? Hot shot. Look where you came from to not deserve this. To not deserve the house that her family provided for us. My mother-in-law would say, always speak and acknowledge that someone is there. You'll have a better 2022 if you're nice to people. <laughs> In Luke 15, 17, like Pastor Mike always says, if you're taking notes, but these three, speak to myself, speak to my Lord, and speak, I, I almost put others, nope, my relationships. Whatever Grace asks about children, especially in these recent years, has been Christina, I got to do that. I say, that's a great idea. I'm giving it away this morning. That's a great idea. With all that Grace has on her plates, why does she need me to break one? Huh? Like Charlie says, Moke, if it wasn't for Kathy Grace, you'd be in a tent off of I-5 somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he said, if and when you do, get two sleeping bags because I'll join you. <laughs> Listen to this verse. I'm hurrying, Mike, so I'm sorry. In Luke 15, 17... When the prodigal finally came to his senses, 
he said to himself, he said to himself, at home, even the hired servants have it better than I've got it. The servants have food enough and I am here perishing with hunger because I'm a brat. See what he said at one time before this? Give me what belongs to me. I'm going to go carve out my future. He said to his father, give me. Then <laughs> life just kind of works up like a pinball, doesn't it? Honestly? And he said to himself, Mulkey, what? Are you praying enough? Mulkey, take note of that person. Maybe there's something you can step in and help them with. Not just say what a fantastic guy I am. I don't even believe that. <laughs> he speaks to himself. He speaks to himself. He says, wait a minute. Between where I'm at and what I can have, there's forgiveness involved. And I'm going to go ask for it. Self, yes. Are you doing your best in vocation life? Self, yes. Do you really need to sign for something else? $19 a month. <laughs> Self, how is, how's the word volume to your spouse, your husband, your children? How's, how's the word, how does it sound if you were to hear yourself? Secondly, I'm going to stop. I got great verses from Hezekiah, great verses from Naaman, but I'm going to stop. Whoops. I'm going to stop. I truly thought coming into today, okay, Mulkey, four fingers back, well, three and a fat thumb. My 2022 could get better if I speak honestly to myself. My 2022 can get better by going to the Lord in prayer. I'll come up with Hezekiah next time. What a great humble prayer. And my 2022 can get better by my words I speak to others. Let's stand. I'm going to jump the gun for the uh, a PS postscript. Bring it back. In 2 Kings 5, the woman's cleaning the house like a merry maid, and she hears Naaman's wife say, my husband's got leprosy. And she says, oh, if I could only get him to church. And she went and said, I know how my master can get better. Using the mouth, in it is the promise of life. In it is the promise of life. And it happened, that started it, to where Naaman eventually dunked himself seven times in the Jordan, and when he came up, his flesh was like Kensington's. Our number 11. It was like Kensington's flesh. See, In our mouth, it says that the virtuous woman in Proverbs 30 is the law of kindness. Speak. Dads, come on, rudders.
Come on, rudders. Parents, mamas, dads, speak. First to myself, will this benefit? Is it useful? Is it productive? And if it's not necessary, I'm just going to help myself to some humble pie and digest it myself. Let them buy a Ford. Yeah. You see this week, the F-150 lightning pickup. 200,000 have ordered it. It's not coming for three or four months. The price tag is up to $92,000. From fifty to $92,000. I told Grace, I guess if you want a radio, it's $92,000 for a pickup. Now, that might be if you get a call to say, honey, why don't we pray about that? Let's take that to the Lord and talk to him for a while. (laughs) Words. Words, 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 words. Use them to grow your relationship, your honesty with yourself, your relationship with the Lord, and your investment in others your investment in others. What a 2022 can come. Thank you, Lord. Help us to practice this. Help help us to practice this. Help me to practice this. Amen. God bless you.